Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with a special Saturday episode. Went to Kyle Robertson's card show last weekend, and it's uh, it's actually Friday right now, and I'm going to release this tomorrow and Saturday. So it's been a couple of days, I've had a chance to reflect, but thanks sponsors, Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, CompC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Kyle's show was well attended. Yeah, this challenging time we're in, it, it, it's if there were too many people there, which was borderline too many, there, but everybody was pretty much wearing masks. And uh, I thought that was good. And it, and it was crowded. Uh, I went each day for uh, some period of time. Kyle was mentioning that this was a 300 table show. I actually checked the, his literature and it said 300 plus. Well, actually, and I don't, I'm not throwing Kyle under the bus. I think he did a really good job and I don't want the authorities to find out, but I actually counted the tables and it was well over 400 tables. If you count the tables behind and on the side and the other uh, kinds of things. So again, uh, lots of great stuff in the room. Also did something I've never done before. And that is not just counting the tables, but making a determination what was on the tables. As some of y'all know, I can be encyclopedic or and I, I like cataloging things. So I went around the room uh, and checked in and tried to determine what was on each table. And I broke it up into uh, one, two, three, four, five categories. So the first category was uh, kind of a miscellaneous uh, memorabilia uh, supplies, although, again, most of that was memorabilia, non-card product, uh, not a lot of supplies. I think there's an opportunity for somebody to, uh, uh, there should always be at least one dealer at a show with with supplies. And even use supplies at this point. Uh, again, I'm also doing an episode that's that you'll hear about uh, the balloons and bubbles and uh, market manipulation. Not a lot of market manipulation in the uh, miscellaneous memorabilia and and supply area. I think that's supply and demand, and it's uh, mostly commoditized on the supply side. And on the memorabilia, it's just hard to uh, take position in that. The next category was uh, the unopened product, wax boxes, any kind of sealed unopened stuff. That was a bit, first of all the memorabilia and supply. There were about 20% of the tables were that. 10% of the tables were uh, unop featured unopened wax. Again, I tried to extrapolate or interpolate if something, but a lot of unopened wax. That's a lot of that's a lot of tables. Uh, again, there's some manipulation that can go on there, but when you're at a show, you get to see the product side by side, and I think that's one of the best uh, ways to defeat market manipulation and and let air out of the balloon is to be able to see products side by side. So that's a good thing. Again, though, you can buy unopened wax uh, many different places, and I hope that the dealers did well there. The third category was vintage cards, uh, stacks of vintage cards, ungraded uh, vintage cards. That was another 10% of the tables. Again, healthy, not a lot of market manipulation going on there, and uh, the show venue is actually a good place for people. And I saw people with their want lists trying to complete sets of older cards, and again, that's a good thing, not a lot of thing. Okay, the last two categories that had 30% of the tables each, uh, one is slabs, the graded cards. That was 30% of the tables. I think the vast majority of those, way more than half, three-fourths, 80% perhaps, were uh, modern cards slabbed. But a lot of vintage cards slabbed there. They were attractively displayed. They're not really stacked up as much as they're laid out where you can get at a glance. You can see in somebody's showcase what they have. They're... Again, opportunity for manipulation, but at a card show, you're looking at a whole bunch of them and you can say, gee, that seems overpriced. Gee, that's higher than it was uh, last week or last month or last year. But you see an alternative right there. Some of the bigger dealers will have the really good cards in more than one condition. So you can play that game. And then finally, the last category is uh, modern cards 
that were browsable in some semblance of order. Not uh, Some were just stacks. Here's a bunch of dollar cards, boxes and boxes, but there were 10 cent boxes, 25 cent boxes, $5 boxes. Some were organized by team. So many were organized by sport. Many were not organized at all. And that's something where, again, that's 30% of the tables. That's something, in fact, as from being a frequent, if you've been a frequent listener, that's where Rich and I go because I can find slabbed cards uh, online. I can acquire unopened wax online. Memorabilia is not really my thing as much. Uh, and vintage cards, I've got what I want there. But on some of the modern cards, looking through those disorganized boxes, is difficult. And I didn't realize how difficult it was until I uh, came back and uh, and added up my compilation to realize 30% of the tables had modern stacks of cards. And again, you can pretty immediately figure out that some of them are not for me or of uh, whatever. They Again, some of the sports, I don't really do. I do some sports more than others. Baseball, football, basketball, hockey, obviously, but not a lot of hockey there. But what it pointed out to me is that, again, that's not where the market manipulation is going on either. Uh, people aren't uh, trying to buy up all the dime cards or 25-cent cards or dollar cards. It's That's pretty benign. And, and good. So I'm going to an area where there's not a lot of competition. And now I'm realizing that the supply far exceeds the demand. And you can see why Rob Varis would come in, find a, a, a dealer with a, a whole bunch of boxes of cards. And if he determines that there's enough good stuff in there, he's going to he's going to try to acquire the whole table, the, the person's uh, full slate of stuff. I am not interested in that kind of quantity. So I have fun uh, picking and choosing as Rich does too. Well done, Kyle. Enjoy the show. Hope you can repeat your success and don't get in trouble that uh, your 300 plus table show was actually uh, more than 400. Again, was a delight for me to be out there and to see people having healthy habits and uh, enjoying the dynamic hobby. So I think the show went well and look forward to the next one.